0: Creeping quietly through the night, a vampire finds its heart's delight. Breathing softly in its sleep, the prey knows not what's in the deep. With slash and prick, the wound is cut. The sanguine morsel in its gut is not enough to satisfy this parasite, the rat that flies. But those who trade in scarlet know that darkness causes fear to grow and rest extracts a heavy fee in life, death, and taxonomy.
1: Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy, your 30 minutes of interesting animal info. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we are talking about a dark and mysterious creature that's the subject of frightening folklore and spooky stories. But more on that later.
0: Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. And tomorrow. If you're listening to this the day it comes out. Comes out on... Uh, <laughs> Halloween comes out on Wednesday? Yep.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Halloween comes out on a Wednesday this year.
1: Okay. Smack dab in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. And today, we're talking about the vampire bat. The spookiest bat. It's, it's well known.
0: Yeah, everybody knows the vampire bat, but do they know everything about the vampire bat? Well, they're about to. It's freaking bats. <laughs> I love Halloween. <laughs> the vampire bat is also known as, in LD taxonomy lore, as so I got to throw away the the sanguine sucker. I like it. Do you? That's dies. Okay. Um, Blood loving sky puppies <laughs> and night butterflies. Oh, that's good. Did you? No, I didn't come up with that one. Okay, <clears throat> that's a Bob's Burgers joke. Oh, okay. Were they in Florida and Tina's like? Is there such thing as night butterflies? Please say yes. And then they get attacked by a bunch of bats.
1: Wouldn't, like, moths be night
0: butterflies? Yeah, but if you had never seen a bat before. They do have that kind of flap. You'd you'd be like, oh, look, butterflies. (laughs) Screeching butterflies. But, yeah, those are my nicknames. But um, what, what does science say?
1: What does science call them? Let's find out. Let's do a science on this one. Here is the taxonomy. Let's break it down. They come from the kingdom which you all know, love and exist inside of Animalia. Hooray! You're also huge fans of cordata because it helps you
0: stand. Unless you're a C- unless you're an actual fan, a sea C- fan and then you, and then you're not a fan. <laughs> you, you don't like cordata uh,
1: or you you're fine with it. You just you don't identify with it. Um <laughs> class, you're you're in the mammalia and so are they. Cool cool. and here's where we diverge. They're in the order Chiroptera. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So when they have a bad back and they go in for some chiroptera. Ch- it, sound, Ch- chiropr-
0: it sounds like um <laughs> like a chiropractor and a martial art.
1: Yeah. It's when like, it's th- it's what that guy practices who punches Batman's back. And fixes it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> in what? Who could say? Um, also, Batman, full circle.
0: <laughs> Very true. That worked out perfectly.
1: They're in the family. Philostom- stomidae. Yeah. Philostomidae.
0: Yeah. Phyllostomidae. Two L's there. Philomostomidae. Those are leaf-nosed bats. Those are the bats. So there's cute bats, and then there's these bats. <laughs> these are the ones that look they like... They could be cute. These They're are the just, ones They look like they you, you cut off their skin. It does.
1: It looks like something bad happened to them. Yeah. Uh, genus Desmodus. Desmond. And the species is Rotundus.
0: I don't understand this one. It's not the fattest bat.
1: Desmodus Rotundus. It, it must mean something round.
0: Yeah, but it's got a leaf nose. It's got pointy ears. Round it's... head. Sure, but don't most bats?
1: Uh, well, some of them are, like, long. They have long snouts. They have short snouts, so they're just a little round head.
0: Sure, but all of the vampire bats have leaf nose.
1: It should it's... be rotundus cellophus or something. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: Rotundcephalus. Like... Cephalotundus. <laughs> so, Dismodus rotundus is the... Binomial nomenclature for the common vampire rat. That's right. Which is one of three vampire rats. Right? One of three, indeed. I've said rat three times now. Vampire
1: <laughs> sky rat. Although people call pigeons sky rats. So.
0: The winged vermin.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's 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 hear some things about it. Let's, okay. If you, In case you have somehow never seen a vampire bat on a, in a picture or on television or in movies or in magazines or in books...
0: Any other media outlets, channels you want to... Pamphlets. Vampire bat brochures. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Here is a description. Uh, I finished my sentence that I said it 100 years ago. <laughs> um, the vampire bat is a small, short-furred bat with big ears and impetuous attitude. Inpe- I, I can't. Really? I can't 100% say that's true.
0: You can't vouch for its, its attitude? They
1: do kind of fly in a not 100%... D- uh, direct way so you could say that their movements are impetuous.
0: We knew for sure that the daddy long legs was gregarious. So yeah. we're, we're we're it's not that much of a stretch here. Okay. So
1: their fur is brown and they have gray underbellies. Mm-hmm. Um their signature aquiline features inspire the facial features of Bram
0: Stoker's Dracula. He does say every time Dracula comes into the into the picture, into the frame of the mind when you're reading the book. Yeah. He says the word Aquiline.
1: And which which means... Pointy? Pointy or like angular. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess it refers to their the point of their nose, the top of their nose, or their pointy ears. Or like something a, like that. Like
0: a, a, a Disney villain. A, a Disney cartoon villain. You can always identify them by how pointy they're drawn.
1: Aquiline, yeah. Yeah. Um. They have short conical faces with snubbed noses that turn up like a pig, and they're shaped like leaves. leaves.
0: Um, Which makes them ugly. Or cute. I, you can, they could, be you like, could make an argument.
1: Yeah, they're so ugly that they're cute. Like a pug? Yeah. Sure. They're pugly. <laughs> <laughs> their, their ears are long and stand straight up. Um, some, they have small black beady eyes. That are less formidable than their ears when it comes to making their way through the darkness. Guided toward a beating heart. They, uh... I'm gonna let that slide. But, contrary to popular idioms, they have relatively good eyesight. These bats are not blind as bats. They are. They are exactly as as blind as 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 (laughs) bats. They're
0: not blind, is the idea.
1: So... We come to a segment within a show, within a segment of the show.
0: We're already here.
1: We're already here. But I just I just got comfortable. <laughs> well, get comfortable with this. We are going to talk about the listener's favorite part of the show, which will be introduced by, by submission.
0: The entire choir that. Yeah. First Presbyterian Church of Coral Springs. That's right. Thank you guys for your submission. We went from
1: two kids to having just a drought of no submissions to a full choir.
0: <laughs> we actually have uh, quite a few submissions. So like if, if uh, anyone wants to contribute more, you can just open up your voice memo app, sing, say, scream, whisper, whatever, measure up. Click save, and then there's there's a little button to just email it to yeah. ldtaxonomy at gmail.com, which is what we have today for you. So,
1: without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. That was great. That was excellent.
0: It's a little alarming, just all those people.
1: <laughs> It'll be. It, I, I'm, I'm assuming it was real nice with the reverb on it. It was great.
0: Yep, yep. All right,
1: so let's get into it. Let's first talk about their wingspan. Um, It's 18 centimeters or 7 inches. How many vampire bats, uh, how many vampire bat wingspans go into the height of Michael Keaton? Okay. Here's a hint No, no, no. (laughs) Michael Keaton turned down $15 million to play the world's broodiest detective in Batman 3 because he thought the story was, quote, just awful.
0: But he already played the world's broodiest detective.
1: Yes, but he saw the script for Batman 3 and was like, this is trash.
0: He's too broody. I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> broody and the blowfish. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So I'm going to say he's six feet tall because that's... If you're going to get an an actor to play Batman, I feel like that's a good height. Although I think Christian Bale's relatively short. But anyway... Maybe I'm thinking of Tom Cruise. So six feet tall, seven inches is the is the wingspan of this bat. Yes. So 12.5.
1: 12.5. Not super far off. The answer is 9.7. Michael Keaton is 5'9. Or 175 centimeters.
0: I feel like I would have been I should have been closer. You guessed six feet. That's several inches higher. I know, but I, I guess 12 bats.
1: 9.7 bats. That's pretty close.
0: So my estimation would put him at 7 feet 2 inches. <laughs> so this is way <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, you were right. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, <coughs> moving on to their hunting range. Um, vampire bats will hunt 5 to 8 Kilometers or three point one to five miles from their roosts. Um, let's average that about seven kilometers or four point three miles. How many vampire bat ranges go into Singapore Airlines flights twenty two twenty one, the uh, the record longest scheduled commercial flight by great circle distance. Great circle distance is, as opposed to like ground
0: distance. The great circle of life.
1: It just refers to, like, the shortest distance on a sphere. The Coriolis Rather than, like, how much ground distance it covered.
0: Okay. I'm assuming that's, like, Singapore to Los Angeles or something like that is probably the longest flight.
1: Um, Would you like a hint, then? No. This flight happened (laughs) 12 days ago.
0: All right. Uh, It was
1: actually from Singapore to Newark. In New Jersey? Huh.
0: That is a long flight.
1: Now you're thinking, yeah, it is. I mean, I But didn't... it happened 12 days ago. The record was set 12 days ago. October 10th. 12, yeah. 10th, 10th 11th. 11th. It was on the 11th.
0: Wow. So you said three miles for this, uh, for the Vampire Bats Haunting Range? Yeah. No, 4.3. 4.3. Or seven 3 kilometers. kilometers. Okay. For some reason, when I think of the circumference of the Earth, I think of 148,000 miles. For some reason. For some reason. I think I've recently saw it somewhere. but uh, We've talked about it. Have we? Pretty the sure. The circumference of the Earth? Yeah, right. So let's take half of that. And uh, that'll put us at 74,000 miles. Singapore to Newark, that's, that seems like it's the entire half of the globe, right? So um, <laughs> now I have to divide seven seventy-two thousand or seventy-four thousand by four point five. Mm-hmm. Which I'll do in my mechanical head, aka my phone. I'm gonna say sixteen thousand four hundred and forty-four point four 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 four. So the just dis- just a number I pulled out of my head.
1: So the distance is fifteen. 15- Thousand three hundred and forty-four kilometers, or nine thousand five hundred and thirty-four miles.
0: I was unbelievably wrong.
1: Yeah. So the answer is twelve, or uh, two thousand one hundred and ninety-two bats, Oof.
0: or bat flights, rather. I was uh, I was off by eight times that much.
1: Because there's a
0: huge difference, apparently, between um, ground distance and the and great
1: circle distance. Great circle.
0: Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard hearing of that. Same. Distance measurement, so... Uh,
1: but that's it. That's all I got.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was for measure up.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even, like, my... I didn't even go in swinging for the fences in this one. Last time I was, and you nailed it. I still have to... I still have
0: to deal with things in the thousands. Yeah. That's true. I think that... I just uh, virtually, like, unknowable variables. The last time was so unknowable that I, that I guessed literally into the blue... Not literally, but I'll guess into the blue and, uh, and it worked out. <laughs> this one, I actually t- tried to th- think through and that always comes to bite me. This time you guessed like a vampire into rat. the
1: blue, literally the it's... wild blue yonder. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: let's move on to some fast facts to the wild blue yonder. Uh, Vampire bats are nocturnal, and they spend most of their days sleeping in caves, trees, abandoned buildings, wells, and mines. They are social animals and live in colonies. Male bats will fight and guard fight for and guard roosting sites that attract females. So the top females will get the best roosting sites, and the top males will be there when they arrive. So the elites get elitier. Um females <laughs> give birth once a year. They raise the young pretty much on their own, and they only leave them to hunt. The babies will join mom when they are six months old, but they won't be fully weaned for another, like, six months? Uh, Don't quote me on that. Too Um, late. Bats will share food by regurgitation with their young, but also with family members and friends.
0: It's a good social bonding exercise that I think that we should implement. We should in vomit
1: our- blood into each other's mouths. I'll cut that out because that's
0: a spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't think it's a spoiler alert. They're called vampire <laughs> <Yeah>. bats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they also groom each other and may share food in exchange for grooming. So that's nice of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds- this
0: is a lose-lose situation. <laughs>
1: So some studies have suggested that they examine each other's belly size to decide whether their grooming partners need extra food. So, like, you're looking a little thin around the haunches. Here's some sandwiches. (laughs) By sandwiches, I mean vomit blood. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the rabies cases in the U.S. are caused by bats. But only 6% of bats that are caught, which they're usually only caught because they're sick or injured or slow, only 6% have rabies. So most bats don't have rabies. But if if you're bitten by a bat, it's definitely uh,
0: a possibility there.
1: Yeah. A 6%. Probably more than 6 Who could say? Percentages are crazy. <laughs> uh, but that's all I got. I do have more on folklore, but I can address that after the major fact.
0: All right. It's time for the major fact. <laughs> the uh this is the second time that i've done the major fact for an animal that primarily deals or wields blood deals or wields Wheel wield- dealing and wielding um so this is a disclaimer if uh you if anyone is squeamish about blood they should leave leave Go- their cars goodbye <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well there he goes we're on our own uh just getting a am right here <laughs> Batman.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. all right let's talk about this thing's bloodlust literally so let's literally talk about now it. now that everyone who loves blood is here um all three species of vampire bats, which I don't think you mentioned the other two. No. Um, they feed exclusively on blood. I think one's called the hairy-legged One is called bat. the
1: hairy-legged bat, and the other is the white-haired or white vampire bat. Yeah. And, and it's got white fur, and it's kind of adorable.
0: More adorable, hopefully. More adorable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this feeding exclusively on blood is called, well, it, it's called hematophagy. So that can be either yeah hematophagy or hematophagy the pronunciation or are there are two different types the pr- the pronunciation oh i did there were no I like hematophagy hematophagy that sounds right like hematology yeah yeah so that makes these guys a kind of parasite that is considered a micro predator because it has multiple hosts simultaneously uh, it doesn't just like latch onto one host and then that's its life, like a lamprey or a tapeworm. It it, uh, it will just feed on one host and then go on to the next one. Being hematophagic?
1: <laughs> that sounds good.
0: Is problematic for uh, most animals because a liquid-only diet overwhelms the kidneys and bladders, so that's rough. Um, blood is also high in iron, um, so you could, you could get... Iron poisoning if you only drank blood. It's also high in protein, so you could have excess protein, which is mm. a problem. Um, so here, let me let me paint a picture for how um, the vamps finds and uh, feeds. So it's flying around, and it sees a sleeping mammal. Mm-hmm. Now, the common vampire bat is has no does not discriminate any warm-blooded animal is on the menu. Yeah. But I think the white vampire bat it only drinks only really drinks the blood of birds and goats. Oh wow, which is really specific. And I feel like it's a lot easier to sneak a little little morsel out of a goat than a bird.
1: I feel like you have to kill the bird.
0: Yeah. Unless it's a
1: huge bird like a duck.
0: Still like I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they're particular, and they they found that they could that the white vampire bat would not survive on a cattle blood diet in lab tests. Huh. So he's lying around. He sees, let's say, uh, uh, an ox.
1: Mhm.
0: I don't know why I said ox. Ox could be any beast of burden. Any any beast uh, that's put to work. So he sees an ox. Um, flies down, and you would think it lands right on the animal, right? Nope. It lands a little bit away. Approaches on foot. It
1: wants to, like, yeah, get a good look scope, scout mission. One if
0: by land. Yes. Two if by air. Two, yeah, but just only by land. Okay. Because it doesn't want to land directly on the animal wake it up. So it wants to land kind of, you know, a distance away. Sneak up with its creepy, like, Bat wings they have, on the ground? They have thumbs
1: with little claws that come out of the top of their wing that allow them to, like, shimmy shake around.
0: I know. I saw it on Stella Luna. The, uh, the, the illustrated children's book about a fruit bat that gets separated from her mother. Wow. And gets attacked by an owl. Okay. So, there's that to think about. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, once it's pretty close to its prey, it will use its thermoreceptors, which I definitely want to talk about heat vision later on in, for some other animals. Um, but the bat uses... The vampire bat can sense where spots on the animal are hotter than others. And the hotter spots means... mean Blood is running close to the surface. Yeah. Um, so like ears, feet
1: hands the head area
0: yeah the the hands of your average ox <laughs> ox <laughs> hands you know it, it, m- maybe like the 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 glute or the flank or something like that or the stomach or there might be just some place where it, it's closer than others like i bet you the back isn't a good place um but i couldn't tell you because i don't have thermovision. vision <laughs> um which sounds like a patented company for, <laughs> for vampire bags. Get thermovision here at Thermovision. Do you have uh thermoreceptor the dysfunction?
1: <laughs> we get you to the blood that's closest to the surface yeah. every time, guaranteed.
0: So they find their they find their juicy spot and they create a small incision with their just razor sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. And their their canines have no enamel on them. So you and I have got enamel on our teeth, protects them, but also makes it so that they're not super sharp. They have like this glossy coating. Yeah. They do not have this. So their teeth are razor sharp
1: mm. and they
0: don't do a lot of chewing. So their teeth remain razor sharp unless they, you know, try to bite something for some reason. Um, but they, if they, they try bite to bite something. like a, a rock, oh, okay, <laughs> if, you know, break their teeth or whatever. But um, so they use their razor sharp teeth to make an incision and then their saliva is an anticoagulant which means that it stops the blood from co- from clotting <laughs> it's... okay i'm trying to power through this it stops it from clotting and if you see my notes my my handwriting gets so much worse as i write this <laughs> um and it keeps the blood flowing more and they can lap it up and here's the so <laughs> <laughs> so they, they don't suck the blood they make a wound and then they lick it up as it comes out yeah um and it's it's like a it's like a hypodermic needle if you're a giant animal that's asleep you're probably not even going to feel this it's kind of like a mosquito where you kind of feel it once it's already gotten what it wants right from you um so the average female weighs about 40 grams which I thought you were going to do measure up on, so I wrote 40 grams here, but... Nope. Whatever. I'm anticipating you. It can drink 20 grams of blood in one sitting. It can drink half its body weight. So that's why they
1: can tell by their little pot bellies whether they need food or not. Yeah, they just... They just gorge
0: themselves on this stuff. And can you imagine eating half your body weight? They have to eat 100 pounds worth of food. <laughs> blood. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, that is disgusting. Um, and then they fly away. They can still fly after like, increasing their body weight by 50%. Um, and they do this by because they can digest the blood really quickly. You're going to go to the bathroom after that. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Yeah. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> very good. <laughs> Wow! Can we put in a round of applause uh, in post? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I thought of that for my some sort of some sort of joke with that. But good job. Um, I'm glad they didn't go unspoken. Because, <laughs> the, but they do go to the bathroom after that. They do really guano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they go. They start urinating, two within two minutes of, um, of feasting. Oh, get, you
1: have this as. This is legit.
0: Yes, this is legit. They, oh, wow. They can't... Like, it has to leave their bodies. Yeah. because <laughs> um, they do need to process... So, they metabolize of, pretty quickly. Very quickly. Um, so, that's the story of the horrifying and disgusting Blood Sky Puppies. Okay. And that's all I got, and that's all I want to say, and I want to I wa- I go home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about some folklore. Okay. Um... So long before the vampire bat was taxonomized in 1810, bats were deeply entrenched in folklore as spiritual omens. So all vampire bats, all three species are native to the Americas, but bats were deep, deep in folklore as like these mysterious um, spiritual creatures far back in Europe where there are no vampire bats. Interesting. And it's mostly because, along with owls, their nocturnal natures gave them mysterious qualities that lent themselves to being in tall tales and scary stories.
0: Yeah. Wolves are also in tall tales and scary stories, and they're nocturnal. So Yeah. Just any, th- any creatures of the night. Wolves are nocturnal? Yeah, they howl at the moon. So? So they got to be awake
1: to howl. I've only ever seen wolf videos in the day. It's
0: because it's easier to see them in video on, in the day.
1: perhaps Uh, they weren't specifically attached to vampires until the discovery of the vampire bat. So there's vampire mythology for far before vampire bats. Mm -hmm. There's um, vampire, or there's bat mythology far before, before vampire bats. And they were merged once they discovered these bats that suck blood. That's
0: really interesting.
1: Here's what's even more interesting in 1810, that's before Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is in...
0: I think 1840-ish times. Yeah. Or is it later?
1: It might be even later.
0: Okay. Um, or maybe 1870s. I think it may be that.
1: Um, Whatever. Continue. So, but Bram Stoker was the first person to write about um, vampires as... he He's the first person to, like, mix the two. The Before Bram Stoker, vampires kind of absorbed energy in stories they absorbed energy or stole stole life force by osmosis
0: when really it was tuberculosis
1: right or by being just near you or you know in the town there's a vampire in the town that's why little johnny is dying Mm -hmm. Um, or it seems to be draining but it's really tuberculosis or consumption Uh, so bram Stoker was the first person to say na 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 vampires drink blood and pierce, like, you know, they bite you, um, and leave these two telltale pinpricks just like a bat, an actual vampire bat does. Mm-hmm. Um, so vampire bats also actively prey on humans and by prey, I mean, they, they bite them and drink their blood.
0: Great. Uh, Love
1: it. so the, the Bram Stoker was the first kind of first person to like make the vampire story more like a bat. So you've got, you've got the vampire name predating the bat, but you've got the art, what we know to be a vampire predating our knowledge of that, our knowledge of the bat. But the bat, it's funny because the bat kind of changed the way we look at vampires. It it turned it into like the Aqualine features, which are like a bat. They they can transform into bats, which is a Dracula thing. And then um,
0: so we had they drink blood. We had this vampire mythology going, 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 going. And they're like, oh my gosh, there's a bat out there that does this exact thing we're talking about. And now, essentially, vampires are like shape-shifting bats.
1: No, because before that, they didn't drink blood. The bat gave well, they drain that they idea. drain
0: your life energy, which is your blood. Yes. So, yes. You become paler. Yeah. You eventually die yeah because you have tuberculosis yeah
1: so there you go the bat is why vampires do vampire things
0: interesting in the and movies. the vampire
1: is why the vampire bat is called the vampire bat
0: but vampires suck blood and these guys lap it up did, did really... do they
1: literally have like little holes in their teeth where they suck it up like straws in vampire movies
0: yeah You've probably seen as many vampire movies as I have. Well, you re- well, I mean, you read Dracula. Yeah. It doesn't. It just says it's the two pinpricks. So the the assumption is that either he did the vampire bat thing where he makes the incision and then just laps it up, which would be really awkward to well, film.
1: Well, humans just tend to drink differently than animals. They don't, we don't lap things up. We pour things in or suck them up.
0: Yeah, I guess you can make the incision and then just, like, suck it out like you're... Like, uh, like there's. Like there's poison. Rattlesnake venom or something like that. (laughs) I am so done talking about this. (laughs) You got spooked by our spooky episode. Oh, not spooked, grossed out. (laughs) Every. It's. And it started off bad with the. Potato tomato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean. I don't want to yoke anybody's yak. But that's. That's some pretty gross stuff. (laughs) But some people do eat and drink blood. Yeah? The. Uh. Black pudding is just like coagulated Pig's blood. Pig's blood, yeah. Which you can find at your local grocer in the UK. I haven't tried it. Probably never will. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's all for the vampire bat, thank goodness. So take flight. Turn on your heat vision, but don't be a parasite like the vampire bat in life, death, and taxonomy. We want to flourish here in the cutthroat land of podcastia. Unfortunately, we are stellivores. We only thrive on the stars left by people who truly appreciate our show. Help us to stay alive by logging onto your favorite podcasting app and leaving a review. All it has to say is, great, or best podcast ever, or funniest hosts. But whatever you want to put is good too, I guess. You can also really help us out by telling people about our show. People who might be interested in a weekly dose of taxonomical trivia on their commute to work or school anyway, thanks for listening to us ramble about stuff we found on the internet. See you next week mm-hmm.
1: you got an intro yeah, uh, no intro homie you already know me What' rap uh. <laughs>